listening to Cinema Spin. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinema Spin. I'm Matt. I'm Jason. And we're here to bring you some more movie reviews. And we've got a couple of great ones today. Um, great ones. Do we? <laughs> well, movies. Movie. Oh, reviewed by us. We we, we have of, we have two of them. There are going to be four great reviews of movies. <laughs> of movies. Discuss. Yeah. yeah here. Right. Two movies reviewed. Twice two movies. Each. Yes. Well. Yes. And uh, the movies that that are that inspire those reviews. Um, are not good. Are, well, they're mo- <laughs> but they are, but they are movies. They are technically movies, <laughs> yeah. right? They <laughs> they were or are they in theaters were or are in theaters. All right, I guess let's get on with the show. Yes, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Our first movie tonight, released in theaters just this past week, is Old, directed by M Night Shyamalan. Of course, Shyamalan has brought us classics such as The Sixth Sense and Signs, yet some of his more recent work has left audiences, let's just say, divided. The movie or center- united. He's also a uniter. Look at The Last Airbender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes division is a uniting force in a way, too. United in their division. Yeah, they're or, united in their hatred. <laughs> or, uh, or what you said. Yeah, right. The movie centers around a family of four who seem to have stumbled upon the dream vacation to paradise. As they arrive at their tropical destination, they are invited into a situation where every one of their needs may be met and catered to. They are even served a specialty drink prepared just for them as they are greeted at the resort's in- entrance. Soon after arriving, they are given a very unique opportunity. Only certain very special guests are told about this, but there's an amazing private beach in a remote section of the island tucked away in the nature preserve. The family is invited to enjoy this perk. In the morning, as they load on the special transport that was supposed to take them to this beach, they realize they weren't the only one who was invited. Will this private beach be a utopia promised by the resort management, or will something more extraordinary happen? What did you think about old, Jason? Um... So early in this movie, right? Uh, the the mom, the lead mo- the lead mom, right? Um, she she uh, says, "Can you believe I found this online?" <laughs> right now, let's stop for a second and talk about this line because this is a, this is uh, first of all, this is the kind of cheesy ass line that might be a, a signal that you're you're watching a, a horror movie that sort of is in on the joke, right? Because first of all, I can't believe I found it online. Where the else where the hell else would you find it? Right? Well, yeah, nowadays. Nowadays, right? The but but, all, right, but also <laughs> like that's uh that's the sloppiest sort of exposition, right? I mean like you're yeah. there, oh, why are they bothering to tell us where they found this, right? Uh well, obviously uh it's so so you know that not just anybody can find their way to this little island, can they, right? So um Anyway, um, that could have been a sign that this movie uh, was headed towards someplace fun. Um, it, it isn't. Um, I really have to say, um, in the course of this podcast, that I would have to reach back on. In terms of movies that I really loathe, I mean, there are ones that have... We, we've, wow. we've dealt with some, um, some, some, uh, some misogyny and some... Yeah, right, that had right. like a real inter- right, right, like, right. internal but in terms issue. Of, in terms of movies that I just wanted to stop (laughs) that i just wanted to get away from uh old is at the is is way up there um i really hated this movie i really thought everything about this movie was terrible um this movie is it's like i was trapped in some kind of experiment to see how much terrible dialogue i could withstand (laughs) right um and i was close to breaking (laughs) 
by the end of this. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what he's going for here. He's a talent, obviously M. Knight is a talented director in a lot of ways. I don't know what he's going for here with, uh, camera movements, the camera that sort of moves randomly around the beach, um, with, um, really, uh, well, really chintzy CGI cliffs surrounding the beach. Yeah, it was um, a little weird. Um, but that's keeping the budget low and that's his new thing. Right, he's success. He's really successful whenever he keeps the budget low. Right. Okay. Um. And uh. So, yeah. Um. Made for under twenty million, and it looks like it. Um. I think this movie is probably going to make its money back. Uh. You know, COVID notwithstanding. Um. Yeah. Over time. Um. But uh, I I think you have to be a really rock ribbed M Night Shyamalan apologist to uh to find any any sort of love here. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for okay. any of this. <laughs> uh, but I didn't dislike it like you did. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, my thought is I, I didn't hate watching this. Or apparently, oh, really? apparently you did. No, okay. I wasn't tortured by this at all. I just the whole time I'm thinking, oh, this isn't this isn't very good. Mm-hmm. But it was. I thought I found it fairly watchable. It doesn't stand up to any scrutiny whatsoever. It's all concept without the ability. You know, yeah. if, if you're going to come up with a concept like this for more than a Twilight Zone episode, exactly. thirty minutes, right? Yeah, right. Um, man, it's going to be hard to pull it off. Well, this movie could have made a good, you know, a decent episode of an anthology show. I think if it were if it were reined in for thirty or forty minutes. The problem here is that, um, like with all of his movies, right. They're really just a knock-knock joke, right? They're really yeah, just that's what set it's up, wait for it, punchline, right? And the the excruciating thing, excruciating thing, excruciating thing here is is the wait for it, right? There's just this endless like fire hose of nonsense uh, uh, between the the sort of initial setup and the finally getting somewhere, right? Um, it's just a series of of of. Th- of kind of really random and in a lot of cases, really, really tasteless uh, sort of gags, really um, just of like, Oh my God, this beach is so weird. Right. Right. Um, that, uh, yeah. And it's like, can you, we just get to what's going on? Because of course we're going to pull the curtain back and you're going to, because you're M night, you're going to tell us exactly what's happening. Right. Yeah. My, my biggest issue, well, I'm not going to debate whether, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely don't think the dialogue in this was good. It, it didn't bother me. I mean, it felt like that it was, it had all the dialogue was so forced and that, it had to be there to set up the, some of the ridiculous things that were going on, you know. Yeah, I mean, between the expo- the um, exposition, uh, is but I sort terrible. of I sort of just just overlooked a lot of that. My my biggest problem with this film, as the way it's set up, is I don't think any of the characters are particularly likable. Oh God, not not just there's nobody to not root just for not there. likable. Or, there's they're flawed, very flawed. Uh, you know, they're just obnoxious. You just, yeah, you, know, you want away from them, and all of them they really aren't characters. They're just job they're just jobs you, just you, job descriptions right they all announce constantly announcing what they do yeah, for that, a living that's a dumb uh, right and, thing and that. everybody has to come on and say what they do for a living because that's going to come up later and then later on they have to repeat oh by the way remember i'm a surgeon right because yeah. apparently like sunscreen exposition wears off right so we have to reapply every half an hour right <laughs> yeah that that's that's and that's the problem that i found with with most of it and and that and that i mean let's just get all my dialogue <laughs> looks in here i mean i have written here in my notes that like the dialogue sounds like it was written by ax- asking alexa what's something an actuary an actuary say, says when he's scared <laughs> and alexa what do married people fight about 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I guess you just shouldn't podcast with an Alexa in the room. Right, Alexa? Uh, right. She's out of her mind. But yeah, I I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, and, you know, and, and actually the, the particular um, types of people who are on this by their occupation uh-huh. is sort of also very contrived yeah an actuary for god's sakes right and his only character the only his only character is that he he's constantly quoting you numbers on yeah, how, he's, how he's like how, c3po right, right exactly <laughs> he's like yeah right the odds of successfully swimming out of here are roughly 999,000 to one right <laughs> so yeah i mean you may have nitpicked more things to hate on it i didn't do that but i mean I, we I, I went with my son, and he walked out saying, I sort of enjoyed watching that, but that wasn't a very good movie. And I said, that, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, it, it wasn't... Uh, I got to tell you, if I had to watch one of these movies over again, I'd probably pick this over Rollerball. Yeah, that um, would be that would be tough. Um, you know, foreshadowing yeah, might come right. later, but... Uh, um, I, 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 I would definitely pick Rollerball. This is shorter. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it seems longer. I mean, a lot of the reviews I read, <laughs> you know, this and as I'm walking out, this joke comes into my head, and I'm like, I bet lots of people are review are hitting, hitting this issue in their reviews about you know this movie is about. So what's happening on this island is people. It accelerates how you age, right? Right. So you get there, and and uh, the kids start to visit sort of visibly age faster, right? Um, and uh, so it's all about growing old, right? And a lot a lot of the uh, reviewers on this had the same thought I had. That, like, I feel, well, I feel like the movie itself was an experiment Age in aging me. <laughs> I feel like I'm a lot, a lot older than just you know an hour and forty minutes older after this. <laughs> There's something that happens late in this movie that um, leads to its resolution. I don't want to get into it because it's spoilery, but uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a a plot device that comes into the, the later in the yeah, movie okay. that, that could have been dealt with. Yeah. It's arbitrarily at the end when it's dealt with. Right. It could have been it's 10 like minutes somebody and says, saved us Oh, all the I wonder about that one thing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, that ends up being the key to the whole film. And, yeah. Um, yeah. He, uh, he really struggles with, uh, exposition landing. Um, it, uh, lands here as, it, as it's done in a lot of movies, like, like somebody dropped, you know, trying to play the, piano with a bowling ball i haven't seen a lot of his more recent work but um, uh well he was i mean i was uh I, i've been encouraged by some of his more recent movies um the visit and um uh split um both were um better they were steps in the right direction they both have um uh, there's a mean spiritedness about those movies they're both uh, at times really uh sort of uh uh, gruesome kind of uh, kind of, in, okay. in the way that this, this is at times, right? Yeah, in a way. And in in uh, in uh, the visit, especially, you have uh, a uh, kind of the seeds of this. Um, you know, in fact, I think if you made made another movie about um, about the same topic, you could have a tr- uh, uh, aren't old people gross trilogy between <laughs> this and those three. You know, those two other movies, right? Uh, there's a lot of, of bo- uh, once sort of pitying old people and like, oh, well, we should take care of them. And also like, oh, my God, they're gross. Get them away from me. <laughs> right. um, so, uh, yeah, uh, these no, nothing, nothing about this movie worked to me. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing in here where I would look at it and say, "Oh, I really like that moment." There's there's just not that there. I just <laughs> I just didn't find it offensive for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything that I really thought was the concept. I don't mind. It's just oh, I don't mind anything about the, the there's concept. There's just no part of the way it lands that I find satisfying. well, and the. Uh, again, uh, you know, he's clear. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is clearly a talented director at times. N- I, I, not a great writer, right? Um, he he uh, ha- he has some talent as, uh, behind the camera though, um, and uh, I just don't see any sign of that here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't disagree with that either. Um, maybe he needs to find the right collaborator or something. That would uh, that would maybe he's got a huge ego. He's, well, he's that's, way, what I'm, that's what I was way... about to say. Maybe that would uh, entail you know stepping away from some of the power. But uh... and also, I mean, he's really found he's printing money now. I mean, now that he's found his groove, sort of post After Earth, and he's sort of given up on trying to make the huge tentpole blockbuster. He's really found that it, you know if he can turn in one of these movies for under twenty million dollars, he can he can make two hundred. You yeah, because you, you make can, a two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar. If you make a two hundred million dollar movie and it makes ten million, mm-hmm. they don't they don't consider that a success. Yeah, but, but if you make a twenty million dollar movie and it makes ten million, that's or it makes two hundred million or whatever. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, even but even if it does, if it's not that successful. Yeah, I mean, if you make a twenty million dollar movie, and it makes thirty million. Right. Well, he can a, and he's he's producing on his own now. Right. right. So he's not having to 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 uh, deal big with for money. Yeah, big for money from studio. So, um, so yeah, I mean. Seems to me this is kind of a, a kind of one set, um, uh, sort of fair. You know, you can. Uh, it was shot on location, so that's that's uh, you know that's a lot of the budget, but it's basically all just on that beach, right? Um, and besides some... Rufus Sewell, I really didn't know any of the other actors. Yeah, well, this. there's uh, Gabriel um, or uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, right? Who was uh, uh, who's been in uh, um, uh, the Inuritu movies. Uh, uh, yeah, I just wasn't uh, familiar with yes, her, so, okay. but with she him. was new him, to me. Him, you know, him. he was the dad. dad. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I probably, did, I probably had seen him in something. Yeah. Um, um, so, and Rufus Sewell, right, and uh, so uh, Thomas and Mackenzie uh, makes an appearance um, as the uh, the teenage, as the daughter as biological teenager, right? Right, right. Um, at any rate, you know, I mean, he's, uh, so, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, she, M. Night Shyamalan now is just going to be um, the sort of A-list Roger Horman, and he's just going to sort of turn out. <laughs> he's just going to, you know, turn out these movies that are made for such a small budget that um, there's just no way they can't end up making him money, right? And um, and you know there there are uh, he has his committed champions, right? He has he commands a really committed uh, 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 band of uh, of people who just love everything he does. Right? I wish that uh, um, you know his films were as fun as some of the stuff Roger Corman was responsible for. Well, I mean, right, yeah, they're this... exactly right. They're just uh, yeah. This this is just just has all the life sucked out of it, and it it seems and the it's the not shoddy here. enough to be funny. Right. Yes. You know. Right. Exactly. Uh, and it's not, it's not quite, I, I mean, there are some, uh, it doesn't have the cheap thrills of a, of a Roger Corman no. uh, production, right? Um, it has what are supposed to be thrills, but are really in, and it's, it's strange to, to now accuse him of be, of these and being in poor taste, you know, when it's not like <laughs> Roger Corman was the champion of good taste. No, he certainly but wasn't, but nonetheless, I mean, that was a different era though. I mean, yeah, nonetheless, a lot of the stuff here is just I'd... gross in the wrong way. This is 
barely a horror film. If I mean, it's it's it's. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's certainly suspenseful in that yeah. you don't know what's going on. I don't think that, you know, I think there's people who don't who would say they're not fans of horror movies who could sit through this and not be like, you know, scared to to watch it. You know? Right. But yeah, it's um not a great film. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, um, and I want to say something about the performances too. Is that the performances are are bad to a degree that it's not the actors' faults. You know, they clearly were given some, uh, this is part of what I was saying before about like, Shyamalan is up to something here. I just wish I sort of knew what he was going for, or maybe I don't really care, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> but, a hard. But the, the characters, or the actors, not the characters, the actors all talk in the same sort of blunted sort of uh, uh, delivery. They, they aren't giving naturalistic performances. They're it's not true. reacting to, to the horrors on this island I in... Don't... in Realistic ways. In realistic all. ways. Yeah, I right. wonder if that was by design that they're being affected in more ways than just the aging. I mean, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, the, yeah. What's interesting? The one interesting thing that I took away from this film, mm-hmm. if, if you could, right, is that uh, I like the idea that while the people are aging, their minds are also growing and changing super rapidly. You know, like you're going through puberty in an hour, yeah. and so. But also, at first, the go on. I'm not saying yeah. the way it was done is a neat idea. I'm just saying that could be interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Because the mind, you know, it's one thing if your body's developing at a rapid rate, but if your mind isn't given the time to properly develop, would mm-hmm. you just descend into madness, you know, maybe? Well, instead, what happens is... Uh, the opposite. Instead, they seem to these kids who uh, you know are aging. Uh, what is it like a year every half half an hour? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, start out so that when you first see the really dramatic bump. So with the grown ups, it's not you know it does not so they're aging their rapid aging is not so dramatic. They don't know at first, right? Because right, but with a, a, an eleven and a six year old, right, aging them even a couple of years and if you know an hour, right, is going to like whoa, what happened? What just right, happened? Cause, because right, because because it's right. so crazy. But I think if anybody who's uh, aged past the age of thirty knows that if you age from thirty to thirty five in an hour, you'd probably notice. <laughs> right, right, right. You, yeah. you wouldn't be feeling too great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but but I at first they did they tried to with the kids they tried to have them okay well they're you know now they're twelve you know now the six year old is twelve but he's still kind of acting like he's six you know and the the twelve year old is kind of acting younger but that goes away immediately yeah right? I, and then I, they start as they age they begin to act they begin to just act like I think that's that was, that's kind of my look. point that I yeah. didn't probably say very well is is yeah. that there's I think there's something interesting there is you know how much of what how our minds develop is about just aging and how much is it life experiences. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think to some extent you would probably remain a child, Mm -hmm. uh, even though you're in a 30 year old body eventually, you know, yeah, you don't have that life experience that makes you the person you are. Right. Right. Or you have a certain, a limited set. I mean, would just changing your brain allow you to be the sort of, uh, mature adults they are. It's ah, a good question. <laughs> at you I know, don't quote think unquote so. age fifty. I don't right? think that's realistic. I think I don't think so either. They'd um, be very weird people. Yes, I believe. And that maybe too. that's what why they talk the way they do. And, you know, I mean, that, maybe that's what he what, what they're going for there. But uh, I don't know. Um, um, yeah. If you've uh, got anything else, uh, now's um, the time, sir. 
one one last lick in here. Sure. Um, <laughs> kick it once. Yeah, kick it while he's <laughs> down. Uh, where this ends up going in is, is in a direction that I think is unfortunately very untimely. Oh, time untimely. A, I know, but I mean the, right, t- yes. the timeliness of it is your, your um yes. Um I think it takes some shots at um a certain <laughs> some uh, some people who could uh, have uh, some uh, uh have deserve a break. <laughs> <laughs> um and I mean, well, and I can say this that ex- that's you know, getting to I think without spoiling anything, but in particular scientists. Yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. That's one interpretation. Mhm. That's one interpretation. <laughs> it is. I just gave it. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> All right. I guess that's going to do it for old. And um, I think if you're thinking nobody's going to remember this movie five years from now, I think you're probably correct. Yes. I hope. <laughs> I, I barely remember it. I saw it yesterday. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back after this. Hey, guys. Did you know that CinemaSpin has a sister podcast called Pop Culture Nation? It's returning after a long hiatus due to COVID, with new weekly episodes. On Pop Culture Nation, we discuss not only movies, but television, music, and anything else in the pop culture realm we feel like tackling. Pop Culture Nation, returning June 12th, 2021, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are back for the second half of CinemaSpin. The next part of our show is uh, our random movie, and to tell us about that is Jason. Okay, so uh, what we have here is 1975's Rollerball, directed by uh, Norman Jewison, um, written by William Harrison, uh, based on his on a sh- on a short story that he wrote. Rex Harrison? I'm just kidding. I'm William stupid. Harrison? No. <laughs> Don't interrupt. <laughs> so, okay, <clears throat> Rollerball. Uh, imagine. If you will, a world where corporations. Doctor Doolittle, and he wrote films as well. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Sorry, I'm really tired. (laughs) Imagine, if you will, a world where corporations have replaced the state, and all of people's needs are met. Um, They just can't ask too many questions. The people, Um, uh, and uh, the the corporations have um, to love. or the uh, people are forced to love a fictional sport called rollerball, um, which is basically just roller derby plus some motorcycles and, <laughs> and a little ball, right? So um, James Kahn plays Jonathan E., the most famous ball roller, most famous rollerball champion, rollerball champion in the world. He plays for uh, Team Houston. Nations, I guess, are no longer a thing, but cities still are. Um, alongside his loyal teammate Moon Pie. A big, gruff, lovable galoosh who is as loyal as a friend gets. Um, I hope, Matt, I, I hope nothing bad happens to Moon Pie. <laughs> um, Jonathan Hausman. Yes, that Jonathan Hausman plays uh, the CEO of Planet Earth, who for mysterious reasons wants Jonathan to retire. Um, Jonathan's not so hot on this idea, but it's not just a suggestion. So he bucks the system and he tries to figure out what he's uh, why he's being put up to pasture. Uh, but he finds himself in matches of the sport he loves with uh, fewer and fewer rules until finally there are no rules left at all. So uh, what did you make of this, uh, Matt? I don't – I couldn't make anything out of this. I, I couldn't make a damn bit of sense out of it. Um, uh, first of all, I mean, let's start – the important thing to say, this is a – I guess it's, it doesn't say, but it's set in the future. Yeah, yeah, it's set 
at some point, some indeterminable After time the death of all fonts, but the one that they like. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up the font. <laughs> I have in my notes, <laughs> first note, terrible font. <laughs> and I said, I said to Beth, he's going to hit, the, he's going to hate this font. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> everywhere. Right. It is everywhere. They just can't, right. They, right. Somebody like obviously said, well, this is going to be the only font that we are going to use. I wonder if it is the rollerball <laughs> Is it? I wonder if it's called like corporate font or something. Uh, wow. I just, um. I just didn't know what to make of this thing. You know, it starts out with a rollerball match, and you're thinking, okay, that's sort of cool. It's, you know. Yeah. I didn't remember, you know, I'd seen this as a kid, and I remember, like, next oh, okay. to nothing about it. My dad watched, mm-hmm. you know, I think my dad kind of liked this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm like, okay, well, here's the rules to rollerball. I think I understand them, although the rules are ever-changing in rollerball. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, I, the first match is sort of cool. I mean, it's it's interestingly staged and then then we go to scenes <laughs> that are linked together and they don't seem to flow together very well james Khan, no. th- there's like a, a a recurring um thing you see in this movie of people kind of taking a pill <laughs> yes it's like the, everybody's sedated and uh-huh. the performance that james Khan gives Maybe that's what he was going for. <laughs> He's going for something that just doesn't work at all. I yeah, because I wrote down that it's like he, punch drunk kind he, of thing. He, yeah, he seems to spend the whole movie contemplating whether or not he should be in this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be sort of deep in thought through the whole movie, right? About and yeah. you know, and then when but have when he opens his mouth, not really have. Or is much he like trying to, to play like a football meathead who doesn't have very many? Thoughts I think we're supposed then... to think that he's not too bright, right? But nonetheless, yeah. the, the still you got to make the character more interesting, and yeah. you got to make. The performance, you know, I mean, a lot of times James Connell played things yeah. very full of energy. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, I mean, it's done on purpose here. He's, yeah, it's like he's watching himself for another room by from another room. Yeah, yes, right, it's and that's why bizarre. these two movies paired together this week were, I think, really hard for me. Because <laughs> and then there's sequences where there's problem. like, well, first of all, why in the hell do they want him to retire? Well, because he's, he's gaining too much notoriety, they're afraid of no, him. I think, I think the idea is. Um, I mean, if I get it, and it's interesting that that not interesting. It's it's a tragedy that that <laughs> that's sort of presented as kind of the central MacGuffin of this movie. Like what that's what he's trying to figure out, right? Right. And then Hausman just sort of offhandedly kind of explains at one point. They don't. There's not even like a big reveal where he finds <laughs> out, right? He's like chasing after the, to find out the answer to this question, and then it's just, and then his his totally useless sort of voyage to what to Geneva or wherever to meet this supercomputer. God, what a waste of time, right? Oh, my goodness. Uh, whatever they're going for there uh, in terms of larger themes about, you know, the nature of corporatization or whatever is. Yeah, just, the corporation's but it's bad. Just we a, get it's it. Just a, it's just a cul-de-sac. I mean, it's just a, a total dead end, right? And it's just a, it's 20, it's a good 15 or 20 minutes of this movie that you could have just been chopped out, right? Yeah, um, you know, and apparently his... And, yeah, and then he... he the, he doesn't even really discover why he's being put out to pasture, right? Yeah, and, and, and he, you know, he's had a wife who got taken away. He's resentful about that. Yeah. We don't know why his wife got taken away. Right. He seems to think the corporate, the, uh, one of the the corporate guys just wanted her, right? And then so that, that, that implies a kind of, ooh, oh, wow, these guys just take whatever they want kind of, you know. But then later on when he meets her, she's like, no, no, it's because you work too much. Yeah. So what do we? I don't know what we're supposed to make of that—that that she's has been sort of brainwashed, or that Maybe. he was wrong. I mean, all the women in this are 
Well, yeah, they're meant to be sort of interchangeable. Yeah. Literally interchangeable. Like, uh, like you know, at the beginning, he's with yeah, It's one like they woman. set him up with a woman, right, and she's yeah. t- he's and tired then, of her, so they set him up with another one. Right, and, yeah, and another one comes in. Right. Um, so, yeah, they're, I mean, they're kind of meant to be interchangeable, but at the same time, they're a little too effective. Yeah, I, I found this very boring. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very boring. Um, um, <laughs> there's a scene where there's... There's like a retirement party for him as he's not retiring. Yeah. And it goes on forever. And there's a lot of like people just looking. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There is a lot of people. Gazing at each other. Right. Just kind of st- trying to, re- seeming to trying to remember their lines. There's, we hear every bar, every note of, of their national anthem. Yeah, and there's right, ch- their, and I their... guess it depends on what corporation is the home team. There were, yeah. there were two separate uh-huh. uh, anthems. And, they and played you hear every entire... note. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we got to kill another 10 minutes here. <laughs> right. Well, play the whole well, anthem. Why? I mean, this movie's <laughs> over two hours. This movie's like two hours and five minutes long. <laughs> you, there was no law that said your movie had to be. <laughs> and then you know, two hours. One, let's just say, for instance, that they were able to capture the the game itself in yeah. a really film. You know, yeah, a, it would look great on film. It was f- cut together great. It was exciting. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but uh, at least you know. And then they start to keep changing the rules of the game because. You know, it wasn't really meant to be a game. It was meant to be a diversion for the masses, I right, guess. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, the, the big reveal turns out to be that, well, um, uh, I think they're trying to break the spirit of the people. They're trying to show them where individual leads, individualism leads you. Right. It leads you to be the fallen hero. They right? assume nobody would really emerge as a hero in this from this game. But, yeah, right. But right. when he does, they're afraid of his power, I guess. Yeah, right. Like his or, notoriety. Yeah, well, might... yeah, well, what I was thinking was that they were they were setting him up to fail so that people see this is what happens whenever you, you know, whenever you try to, uh, when, whenever you, you get too much attention as an individual. Right. right? Um, so, um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the Tokyo team is portrayed in a fairly racist manner. Yeah, yeah. There's some... there, uh, this is a long time before you're... <laughs> And anybody's concerned about making casual racist jokes. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like the video for kung fu fighting yeah, in, at times. Right. It's just, it's not uh, not great. No, no. Uh, yeah, in terms of suspension of disbelief, right? I mean, like, so the basic setup for this movie um, is hardly anything earth-shattering or un- unimaginable, right? <laughs> um, not only can we imagine corporations taking over the earth, it has been imagined many <laughs> yes. times and maybe even realized, right? Um, but, uh, the idea that rollerball is, uh, is such an awesome sport that people could just lose themselves into how wonderful it is. Uh, that was not sold on me. Tap the brakes. I mean, you know, they're the best parts of this movie by far are the rollerball scenes, which are well staged and very well, uh, uh, uh not acted, but the stunts are really good. Right. Yeah. It was... Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, at even, but even at its most brutal and vicious right uh you can't get away from the image of grown men on roller skates right yeah and, and it's not roller blades it's pr- it's after you know before <laughs> right. that so it's right actual... it's, it's skates yeah. right it's roller skates and uh, a couple you know, hey, <laughs> look there may have been an era when you could make a movie about an extreme sport based on roller skates but that <laughs> era was before boogie nights okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to look cool on roller skates. There's a couple of scenes when, you know, 
James Kahn is just in the locker room and he kind of, he's very, he's very good on the skates. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they, they had to be right. Um, um he just kind of, you know, sashays through there and it just yeah. doesn't, doesn't look cool. It's just right. But the, I mean, then again, you know, people gouge their eyes out, each other's eyes out of her soccer, you know, so that's true. Who knows what people are going <laughs> to kill each other over. But, uh, the, um, the final match <laughs> whenever, you know, the rules are changed to, it's just a fight. Right, right. <laughs> right. exactly. Two, there are no rules. I, I, you know, and it's like, well, <laughs> it like slowly dawns on everybody. No penalties, <laughs> no time limit. No, no penalties, no time limit. And the format of this game of this game is like is like hockey, where it's like three three time matches. So if it's no no time limit, yeah. you just keep playing. How do we know when it's over? <laughs> yeah, I, some, everybody has to die. I guess, right? <laughs> it's just a fight at that point. But it's sort of interesting, this idea sort of occurred to everybody, <laughs> that at first, you know, it's like, oh, no, it's like, that doesn't come to mind instantly. I mean, maybe maybe everybody is that doped up, right? <laughs> maybe. Like, you know, uh, yeah, th- so <laughs> by the t- that Tokyo game, speaking of clumsy exposition, right, like how many times do we have to hear, no penalties and limited substitutions. <laughs> <laughs> no penalties and limited, limited substitutions. Yeah. Do, do a shot, right? Uh so yeah, but by, and then by the end, there's not even that. Then it's not even yeah. Uh, so, um, I, I mean, I, I think that uh, if that if the ending had been a little more deftly uh, written, um, uh, or or written with a little, it made a little more sense that this could be a game without a time limit, right? Like, what do they think? When do they, How do they think they're gonna win? Yeah, right. Because because it doesn't seem they don't seem to go into it. Thinking, oh wait, are we all gonna have to kill each other? <laughs> right? Um, they yeah, seem to go into it thinking, oh well, you know, hey, that's just how the game's played now. So <laughs> let's get out there. <laughs> yeah, there uh, seems to be a, a high tolerance for them just changing the rules like, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I mean, that's a you know, I think there's the metaphor. The, uh, right? <laughs> the uh, fr- in the first match, they talk about uh, <laughs> a moon pie. They call him the old swooper because he pulls <laughs> that swoop stuff. move. <laughs> <laughs> where he, he he's, he's up the top of the uh-huh. and he swoops down and and uh, uh-huh. knocks into the other team the old swoop. <laughs> yeah, poor Moon Pie. Uh, there's a lot of really bad '70s decor in this. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A lot of there's going to be a lot of hanging glass in the future. Um, there's gonna James Con of... wears a lot of polyester two piece outfits that well, match those are never going to go out of style <laughs> no they probably never will <laughs> no but the uh the flat brim hat that he wears you know <laughs> it's it's funny because when they're not playing the team seems to have this khaki two-piece suit that they all wear uh-huh. yeah. with a little grit with a little orange thing on uh-huh. the collar but he's the only one that has the the, the matching uh, flat rimmed hat to go with it well only he's jonathan e. stevie stevie ray vaughn <laughs> called he wants his hat back but <laughs> It, uh, and the belt buckles. The, a lot of belt, the belt buckles. buckles, yeah. Right. Yeah, the fashion in this is uh, forgettable. Uh, the, there's just so much... Uh, <laughs> there's just so much about this movie that is not rollerball. <laughs> yeah. There's just like a Most lot... Most of this movie a is lot not rollerball. No, yes, the vast <laughs> majority of this movie is not rollerball. <laughs> and it's a lot of Norman Jewison just sort of like really pondering how awesome his set is. And how awesome these costumes are when it just looks like everybody, you know, I mean, this stuff went out of style uh, or went out of the futurist style whenever Clockwork Orange came out, right? 
Yeah. It's a lot of the same sort of stuff from, you know, stuff we've seen a million times before. A lot of this dialogue seems like it's being read right out of 1984, <laughs> right? So they're not exactly trying to hide their, sor- their, their source material here, but Jewison just can't stop. <laughs> He just can't stop gazing at, gazing longingly, longingly at everything, um, and it's just, it's dull. It's really, really dull. <laughs> I, have, I have a note here. <laughs> I think it's based on the first meeting of Hausman, the private meeting between Hausman and, and Khan's character. <laughs> I wrote, "You cannot have a serious conversation in ridiculous chairs." <laughs> <laughs> <You can. laughs> but that's that's the one where he, Hausman's uh, uh, his his little his office is just uh, it's surrounded by the, these hanging shards of glass. <laughs> yeah, these long. Khan actually cuts himself on the way in the room. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, well, that's what the seventies were. So like. if you're wondering in in this universe, do we get to see what it's like to dance? Yes, <laughs> you do get to see. What it's like to dance, yeah. and it's not good. And the music playing is yes. the uh, theme song to every porn ever made. <laughs> because that kind <laughs> that of music also will never die. Will never you know that. style. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then, of course, after the party, my favorite scene was the party scene because it went on forever. <laughs> right. what, you know, it had everything I right. like in scenes. Right. <laughs> Just it went, on, for, on, went on forever. And it, it was less about dialogue and more about characters looking. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and of course, after the party, they took the women out to shoot guns. <laughs> and, man, <laughs> yeah, was that weird. <laughs> it, yeah, it's weird. Um, they, yeah. They basically, apparently in the future, there's a war on trees because... <laughs> They decided after this party they were going to go to war with all the trees in the area. I don't know. Yeah, that was supposed to be, again, some sort of metaphor for yeah. something or other, right? But, yeah, <laughs> uh, they just go out and while, uh, uh, while Jonathan and, uh, and, John- and, and the CEO of Earth, whatever, you know, the, 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 the evil guy, uh, have another, co- another, yet conversation. another conversation about, you know, that goes, you must retire. No, I don't, don't want to. <laughs> but you must retire. No, I don't think I'm going to. Right. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much the gist. Uh, right. Uh, outside, uh, the, they're walking around the, the palatial <laughs> estate with what looks like, I mean, you know more about this than I do, like a, a forty-five kind of long nose. I, I thought 45. it was like, I think it's a fake gun, but okay. I, I think it was like based on like a Ruger twenty-two with that, because oh, okay. it had that Luger look. Oh, okay, yeah, it's sort of a boxy Luger look. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, uh, yeah, but uh, but it has some sort of fancy ammunition that will blow up, you know, like a tree. Yeah, like, basically a rocket-propelled grenade. Right? The, yeah. Um, At one point, the the girl uh, shoots it really close to the group and hits uh-huh. the ground and, and uh, creates a big fiery crevice. Right, and crevasse. Uh, crevasse or crevasse <laughs> or crevasse, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how snooty one is. <laughs> one man's crevice is another man's crevasse. You know they say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this thing is just a mess. I mean, I, and I thought Rollerball had a pretty decent reputation. Um, I thought it was going to be more fun than this. I thought it was going to be like cheesier than this. Yeah. It's deadly um, because serious. it's called Rollerball, <laughs> and I mean that title promises a certain amount of fun. Um, and this you're thinking movie of roller is... balls. <laughs> you're thinking of roller balls. <laughs> this movie, this movie. If there's one thing this movie is not, is fun, right? There's it's not nothing. Fun. There's nothing fun no. about this movie. Zero um, fun. Um, besides, you know, laughing at the decor and right. I mean, that, besides having fun at its yeah, expense, the fact that right. it, it takes itself super seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> and uh, features the rickety ass, most rickety ass helicopter I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> right? How did that thing even? Is that even? You're like, is that 
like a toy? I wasn't and, like, sure a, it was a real helicopter. I was like, is that a wires? Is that a real helicopter? Because it's in the future, the helicopters are going to be really, really tiny. <laughs> is that right? flying right now? Right. Yeah. Um. So. Um. And then when Moon Pie finally bites it, sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh yeah, spoiler. Sorry. Um. Because you know, by the end, ninety percent of both teams are, are dead. Uh-huh. But uh, when when Moon Pie bites it in the in the Tokyo game, uh-huh. he's he's in a coma. Uh huh. And apparently James Kahn is asked, you know, whether he wants to. Or Jonathan is mm-hmm. asked whether he wants to pull the plug, basically, and he doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna leave Moon Pie in this <laughs> this perpetual coma. Um, I th- yeah. Well, At one point, he even says, "I think you're. I like you like this." Well, that's uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's not. Or something like that. Right, yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> that wasn't the exact line. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. <laughs> but he's like, this is the most fun moon pie I've had in a while. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, I think actually this is, uh, Jonathan outsmarting the bureaucracy, right? Maybe. Is that maybe if you don't sign the, for- if you don't sign the proper form, they can't unplug him, right? Maybe. <laughs> that's the so, most. Um, oh, this is great! I can still hang out with Moon Pie, but I don't have to listen. To, I don't have to listen to him yap. <laughs> yeah, this is um, yeah um, <laughs> so no, yeah. Norman Jewison uh, goes on. To I had higher career. expectations for for this. Yeah, I, I, me too, me too. Um, yeah, Norman Norman Jewison goes on to have a great career. Um, <laughs> he especially ten years later directs, uh, uh, or twelve years later directs Moonstruck. Which is a just a, a wonderful movie. Yeah, um, you know, for you know, his early work is uh, you know, uh, in the heat of the night. Oh, right, right, right. And, yeah, uh, right. Fiddler on the Roof, which yeah. is you know, mm-hmm. and among, I mean, he had a great career. Yeah, um, I think he's um, not a great action director necessarily. You would think <laughs> then that the uh, the dialogue and the acting would be better. Um, you think maybe that's what you bring him in for, but no. Um, I think that they were going for something here that just didn't work. Some at kind all. of stylization. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and it's strange that this is, uh, you know, we're, I, I anyway, I'm kind of repeating my criticism of, of old here again, right? <laughs> um, but, they, they, I mean, there are similar problems, I think, in terms I mean, of the acting anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> and their performances and the, the weird sty- the stylization that doesn't really want to flap its wings. Um, so, um, yeah, I just, uh, even my wife, you know, she didn't watch, <laughs> she didn't watch a lot of this, but uh-huh. she, she was just like, what is James Conn doing? And I'm like... <laughs> I don't okay. know. Well, quaaludes were were, uh, uh, were legal back then, so uh, I don't know. I think Maybe it's got to have something uh, to do with the the drugs that the, everybody seems to be on. I guess so. Um, or that's what the yeah again that's what they were going for. I guess. But he <laughs> he comes off as so docile that it's hard to believe yeah. anybody fears him. Um, and it, even when he's in the. Uh, Rollerball, right? Um, he, his, ex, you know, you think, oh, well, maybe they're going for he's, you know, they keep him docile when he's off, you know, out of the arena. But then they sort of his like let him loose, right? Yeah. yeah. But there's no inner rage, even when he's like smashing people's heads in, <laughs> right? Or when he's seeing his friends die in front of him, right? He just like he's like, hmm, do I, do I want to be in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really feels like rollerball. Hmm, there's some know. sort of like still thinking about it. There's some sort of uh, method acting going on there that just I'm not privy some to what, kind of sti- yeah. the direction. Yeah. Some oh, kind well. of stylization that's yeah. not being pulled off here. And it just totally doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, so rollerball. Disappointment. Rough week. Uh, one thing I want to say about this, um, this is the kind of thing, you, you want to go be- peek behind the curtains on these corporations, right? So you pull this up, and uh, it's streaming in a few places, right? 
and for everywhere has it for three ninety nine, <laughs> right? <laughs> Except for Amazon Prime <laughs> that has it for three dollars and sixty cents. Yeah, it's like, that's a weird amount. What, it's like what kind of ticklish negotiations <laughs> go on behind the scenes between like Bezos and the the, the people who have the rights to roller. We're going like, to allow you to have this available to stream. And it's going to be three ninety nine. Like, no, we can't let it go. We, right? we cannot <laughs> we, yeah. allow it. <laughs> They're like two ninety nine. They're like no, three seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you got to almost think that they were like at three sixty one, and they were like, "That's too much." <laughs> right, right. So yeah, so Amazon has figured out. Um, <laughs> they've done a lot of thinking about the price point on this one. <laughs> Yeah, on this, one, <laughs> right. this one in particular, we've watched how many movies where we've rented it off uh, Amazon? Had, yeah, for whatever, for two ninety nine or three ninety nine, but for some reason, <laughs> this one three sixty. This one three sixty. All right, it's randomization time. Okay, it's the time where we figure out what we're gonna watch for next week. Let's give it a spin. <laughs> Didn't think it was gonna start there for a second. What is it? Is it? What it? Is that? Oh, what? wow. It, what? Yeah. Are you ready? I don't know. The year, 1987. 87. The film, Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. I have seen a little bit of that, but not much. Okay, I have never seen that. Oh, let's see. Um, For a new movie next week, I believe we're doing Stillwater with... Stillwater with uh, Matt Damon. Right. Matt Damon. Looking forward to that. So that'll be our brand new theatrical release. Yes. And our random film will be... Empire of the Sun from 1987. Join us next week. Bye-bye.